Hi everyone, welcome. It is June the 3rd, 2021. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. And I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Welcome to today's show. Thanks for tuning in. And I appreciate it very much. Thank you to our subscribers and thank you uh, to our financial subscribers very much. We appreciate it. And today I'm going, I had several nice comments and Everybody asked me to kind of expand on something that we did in yesterday's show, uh, a segment called that I called Mind Your Business. So I'm going to kind of expand on that a little bit, and we're going to talk about how to mind your business. And uh, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but first, we're going to take a short 60-second break, and I'm going to catch my breath and come right back. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always tuning in. I appreciate it. And uh, mind your business. What I mean by this is basically like a gardener. Tend to your garden. Tend to what you can do. And here's the fun thing with life. Here's the fun thing that I'm learning with change and life change so late in my own life but you know when you when you focus on what you can change what you have available to you to make a difference in this world Gandhi couldn't have said it any better you know be the change that you want to see in the world because here's the thing you can armchair quarterback any situation anytime you want okay but do you want to sit there and, and spew bilge out of your mouth about it? Or do you actually want to make a difference? So let's say that you're pissed off about a, the uh, environment. Okay, well, what can you do to be the change in the environment? Because here's the skinny. I, I would, I would, people always say, well, you know, the, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the greenhouse gas and all this. Well, what kind of car do you drive? You know, well, you probably drive a, 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 a gasoline, uh, driven car like the rest of us do. Many of us would love to drive a Tesla. Okay. So, you know, and that may be something in the future that, uh, uh, that are in the cards for most of us, which is great, okay? But for now, are you, for example, uh, cutting back the amount of time that you spend running errands down to maybe one day? Uh, when you're maybe picking up your child, if it's hot outside, do you let the car idle? Because that's the worst time. That, that puts out CO2 emissions Worse than any other time is sitting and idling. That's why you see big diesel trucks that say that that say they're idle friendly. You know, or there's places where they plug a hose into their exhaust. You know that eats that greenhouse gas that's emitted from the uh, from the exhaust pipe. So, are you doing any of these things? Because here's the thing, if it's 102 degrees outside and you're worried about greenhouse gas, are you rolling down the windows to your car and, and turning off the AC? 
Are you that committed? If you are, God bless you. If you're not, kind of think about the hypocritical view of that. And don't tell me, well, how am I going to live without an air conditioner? You know, air conditioners haven't been around, only been around since, I, what, the, uh, in any decent form since the 60s. Before that, nobody had air conditioning. When I was a kid, my, my grandparents and my parents' cars never had air conditioning. Now, I, given, I did live in the mountains and didn't really need it, but we didn't know what air conditioning was in a car. So you have to ask yourself when you're, when you're committed to all these things is how committed are you? Are you turning off your car waiting in line to pick up your children at school when it's a hundred and plus degrees outside? Probably not. So when I talk about mind your business, you can have an opinion, but what are you doing to change the world around you? And that's my point, you know? How much trash have you picked up off the side of the road this week? My guess is none. But what would happen if you made a goal every month to pick up 10 pounds of trash? 10 pounds of trash each month. At the end of the year, you'd have picked up 120 pounds of trash. And what if you inspired a thousand people to do that? because you shared it on social media. You took pics, you took selfies of you out picking up trash. And then all of a sudden, you know, people were going, hey, I went out and picked up trash. Hashtag trash buddy. You know? And a thousand people did it. So now you're picking up 10,200 pounds of trash a month because of you. So that's how you tend to your business. That's how you mind your business. You don't armchair quarterback something and say, well, they need, you know, here's the thing. I, you know, you hear all these Washingtonites saying, we need green energy, we need wind energy. Okay, I, I agree, I like wind energy, I like green. But here's the thing with a windmill that most people don't know. Okay, so to, as the windmill itself is spinning in the wind, okay, there is a crankcase that moves the stuff to make the electricity and all that. Well, guess what? That has to be lubricated. Did you know? that between 275 and 300 gallons of oil are required for that crankcase. Yet we want to shut down big oil. We want to shut down oil. How are you gonna run your windmills if you don't have oil for the crankcase and you don't have gear lubricant and you don't have grease, which all comes from petroleum? How are you gonna do that? Well, here's this thought. Maybe you invent a way that's greenhouse efficient in order to lubricate those things. Because to make, and everybody's always screaming, well, there's synthetic oil. Okay, great. Well, what does it take to, to refine synthetic oil? Okay, it takes heat. 
How do we make heat? Well, we do it with gas furnaces. Okay, there you have a nice day. So you can pick apart all of these things. And I agree, I want, a, I want my granddaughter to be able to breathe and my grandson to be able to breathe free, clean, fresh air. Absolutely. Absolutely. But my point to all this is, is you can scream about it, you can protest about it, but what are you personally doing about it? Are you minding your business? Are you tending to it? And that's what I mean about minding your business. You know, if you see it, uh, I don't know why cigarette smokers think that it's okay to pitch a cigarette butt on the ground. The earth is not your damn ashtray. Pisses me off worse than anything to have to go out into the parking lot. And you know what we're doing? Picking up damn cigarette butts because they're gross. Birds pick them up and line their nest with all that nicotine-filled uh, cotton that's, that's in, the, in the cigarette butt. Really? The hell is that about? So, what do we do? Instead of bitching about it, we pick up the cigarette butts and try to help where we can in the environment around us. Is it a fix? No. Does it save a bird and or two or more? In my community? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if you times that by 10, 100, 1,000, 100,000, that's a movement. So you talk about that, you celebrate that. And guess what? Robert Britton Outdoors, that's coming out soon and will be available for Roku subscribers to watch and watch live. We will be talking a lot about these kind of things, how to be a good steward of the environment. You know, I hear all these people, and you see all these people protesting and protesting out in front of Big Oil. Do you think those people give two shits about you protesting in front of their building? I'm not suggesting you, you shouldn't and couldn't. But what I am suggesting is instead of, of doing that, why don't we go out and clean up some stuff? You know, go clean up the beach. Walk the beach. Pick up some diapers. Why do people change their kids' diapers and then want to bury it in the sand is beyond me. But they do. But you pit you with some, you know, sort of tongs and things like that because that is an, a biohazard. Put it and safely discard it. Don't pick stuff up like that with your bare hands. No. Have on some gloves. Have some, you know, uh, alcohol to clean your hands when you're done and use some sort of tongs or uh, some sort of trash pickup mechanism that you can use to pick up trash because you don't need to be picking up stuff that's nasty or picking up some can that's got a rusty thing and cut yourself because I don't want anybody getting tetanus. So do these things safely but do what you can where you can. Make a difference in your own life. Celebrate that on your social community. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you use. And show people, hey, instead of bitching about it, I'm actually doing something about it.
That's what we're talking about when I say mind your business. So to make your garden grow, you have to water it. You have to do that. So to make your life change, you have to water your garden. You have to. So as you see, you can be the, like Gandhi says, you can be the change in the world. You can mind your business. Stop worrying about all this other crazy shit that you absolutely have zero control over. Because it's so easy to get caught up in social media. It's so easy to get caught up in the bilge that is Washington, D.C. Because it doesn't matter who's there. It's all still professional politicians trying to run our life. Democrat or Republican, don't care which. They're all trying to run our life. That's been the way it's been since George Washington. No one has liked politicians since the beginning of politics. Nobody. Especially regular Joe folks. But you can get so lost in all these things. And I'm not saying you can't have a voice and an opinion. Absolutely scream your head off. But examine what you can do, how you can be a difference, and then make that difference. Be an example for others to follow. And speaking of Gandhi, here is a guy, and if you haven't, if you, if you don't know who Gandhi is, and I have, I have met people, young people that don't, you need to go and look up Mohandas, Mohan, Mohan Gandhi in India, okay? He gained India its freedom from British rule, okay? These people had no control over their own country and their own lives. Imagine having a foreign power telling you how to live, what you can eat, how much money you can make. Trying to change your lifestyle because they think their lifestyle is better than yours. So they're trying to get you to do other things besides what your people have done for literally centuries. So, when Gandhi worked out home rule for India, it came at a cost. But his whole thing, he would not do it through civil war or violence. Absolutely. Fasted twice in his life to the brink of death because Muslims and Hindus in his own country, his own people, were in a civil war over who would do home rule. And how was he going to tell British people, British Parliament, British King at the time, that they could rule, rule themselves when they were at civil war? He did it through peaceful means. He was imprisoned so many times, it's not even funny. His wife died in a prison 
yes, with him there, but she was in a prison. And the man never lifted a hateful finger. He never lifted a hand in violence. He was an example. He was nobody. Now, I, when I say nobody, he was an unknown. He was an educated at Oxford University lawyer. He was a barrister. The man was incredibly well-educated and then lived his life as a Hindu, although he he did say once in his life that, that he loved the, his temple because the their spiritual teacher in the temple read from the Quran and read from the Bhagavad Gita. One to the other, though it didn't matter as long, in his words, as God was being worshipped. He was just a peaceful, wonderful man who through his actions was able to bring down the British Empire without ever lifting a finger, ever holding an office, an elected official. He was not. He was just a man. Just a dude. Just a guy. And he promoted nonviolence and stood against those who would do so in such a way that it almost cost him his own life from fasting. He wouldn't eat or drink a drop. So, mind your business, because that's what he did. He minded and tended his business. He didn't let other things around sway him from doing his business, doing his thing. He didn't get caught up in world events. Although world events sucked him into it, he still didn't get caught up in it. He focused on the end game, which was to get India home rule, to absolve themselves of the tyranny of the British Empire. And he did it. He did it. And now you have Pakistan and India. He did that. What's happened since then? Well, it's another story. But in his time, in his business, he got them home rule. He was able to succeed in getting home rule. He tended and minded his business. I know I've said that a couple of times now. You can do the same thing in your own life. Minding your business, minding what you can do, minding what you're able to do to make a difference in this world. And there in lies your success. Therein lies your peace your harmony with your own life because 
You're not allowing yourself to have the whole world suck you in and spit you back out. You tend to do what you can do around you and you can be a good person. You can be a difference in this world. Because here's the scanning. If all you did was pick up 10 pounds of trash this month, that is 10 pounds of trash less on this earth that's not disposed of, or that is disposed of, excuse me, in a proper way. And who knows what you might find out, you know, it blew out of a car or something like that. Good Lord, you, you, who knows what you might find. But that's not the point. The point is, is that you're trying to make a difference. 10 pounds of trash at a time. It doesn't have to be a giant number. And that's the thing. I can write a book that's 8, 10 pages, an e-book as they call it. Or I can write a 200 book. It depends on the message. I don't have to write a 700-page War and Peace novel for it to be good work. I don't have to write The Great Gatsby for it to be good work. I just have to, instead of being perfect, as John Steinbeck says, be good. I'd a whole lot rather read something good than perfect. Because really, there's nothing out there that's perfect. So don't aspire to that. Aspire to be good. Put good work out. Put good deeds out. Be a good person. And at the end of the day, you will have done good. So mind your business. Take care of what you can take care of. Don't worry about what's going on all over the world. Yes. You can have a voice and yes, you can say, I would like for this to change. But what do you truly have control over? Control that and be that example. Be that example. Okay, well today we're going to kind of cut it a little bit short. I thank you all for tuning in today. Um, everything about us is available at my website, robertbruton.com. I have a uh, author page, sorry, I have an author page on Amazon, and it's Robert Bruton, not Robert Burton. So uh, a lot of people go, dude, it doesn't look like you. Uh, that's because you're looking at Robert Burton and not Robert Bruton, B-R-U-T-O-N. Uh, Kindle books, you do not have to buy a Kindle reader to read my books. You can just download the app to your smartphone, tablet, or uh, computer, and uh, the Kindle app is absolutely free of charge. There is a link on the website for you to do just that. And if, for some reason, you can't afford to buy one of my books or you don't find it on there for free, because we do run a bunch of free promotions a lot, and I especially have done that through the COVID and through everybody being locked up, as it were. Um, and I just kind of kept that tradition going, even though we're opening up a lot, is just reach out to me through the website. 
and I will happily send you a digital copy uh, PDF. It won't be pretty, but it will be the book, and you can read it, enjoy it, and you don't have to pay a dime for it. And I hope and pray with you that it brings you joy, peace, and happiness, and it changes your mind, body, and soul to do your life the way that you would like it to be and the way that God blesses it to be. Okay, this is Robert Bruton with the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. Bye for now.